For you stole Trevelyan's corn So the young might see the morn Now a prison ship lies waiting in the bay Blow The small free birds fly Our love was on the wing We had dreams and songs to sing It's so lonely round the fields of Athenrhyme By a lonely prison wall I heard a young man calling Nothing matters, Mary, when you're free Against the famine and the crown I rebel, they cut me down Now you must raise our child Morning, folks. Welcome to Keologus Crack here on another beautiful, little bit frosty uh, Saturday morning 
Glad you could join us. We'll warm you up here now for the next hour. One of those rare occasions when um, Ken and myself, Mr. O'Brien here, Mike side, and we're both here. No yeah. Dublin interference today None as well, at all. so we're good. No, we're good. We're it's all country sure. stuff today. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Culture's will be all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> I got it all lined up. Well, and uh, emotional day in yes. uh, Munster down in Limerick today. Uh, Toman Park was jam-packed mm-hmm. and uh, number eight was there and uh, Axel, it'll be uh, sadly missed. Yeah. Very tragic news of uh, um, Anthony Foley passing away at 42 mm. and we played that one, Fields of Athenry, going yeah. out to him and, and the memories and an emotional win for Munster today, in case folks didn't know, but they beat a Glasgow 38-17. And at the end of the game there, all the players gathered around and uh, Anthony's two sons were in the middle. Players and coaches gathered around and they sang uh, Stand Up and Fight, oh. uh, which of course is a, a monster song. And I tried this week to uh, to get that, but I couldn't get a good recording of it at all. Mm. And another one, uh, of course, Anthony played for uh, Shannon Rugby Club as well. Mm-hmm. And their uh, theme song is There Is an Isle. And there's some great YouTube stuff on there. But yeah. again, I could not get a proper recording of it. So we played, you know, Paddy Riley yeah. there in the fields of Athenry instead. So Yeah, of course, uh, the fields of Athenry has certainly become Ireland's uh, rugby anthem. But uh, yeah, very, very sad. Um, you know, quite a character. I have to say uh, in the last few years, I hadn't kind of um it kind of lost touch with what he was i knew he was coaching monster but um just sounds like i just an extraordinary individual right and uh, yep. quite a quite quite enough kind of a fella um but uh yeah laid to rest in killaloo um over the last couple of days i think it might have been yesterday but yes uh, yeah, very very sad yesterday. sad uh you know to see uh you know young obviously leaves a young family behind but sad for you know, just sad in so many, uh, oh, so gosh, many different yeah. ways, and just just not supposed to. It's not the way it's supposed to work, right? So. Peter Stringer went to the funeral yesterday, and uh, he plays for Sale now over mm-hmm, there, and mm-hmm. and he had a game in Manchester right. yesterday, and the uh, owner of that club put on a private jet for him so he could make the funeral, and he wanted to play because he said Foley had want him to play, yeah, so he went back yeah. and played. They ended up losing the game, but yeah. Um, yeah, just kind of that shows you too, right? Mm-hmm. The, the type of character and the uh, impact he would have had on many yeah. people's lives. And his dad played for Munster when uh, Munster beat, famously beat New Zealand. Right, I did and not know then, that uh, until I saw some footage. Yeah. And then, uh, and then Anthony was the uh, the captain of Munster when they first won the Heineken Cup. Sixty-two caps for Ireland. Yeah, and uh, just uh, anyway, a sad uh, sad week for uh, Irish sport. I got a, uh, a text from a friend of mine who, who actually got to know him quite well, and um, he just sent me a message. I just asked him, I said, do you have any sound bites you can give me for mm-hmm. you know for the show, for somebody who's close to it? And he just said, I can safely say I've never seen the amount of coverage for any death occasion celebrity as has been given to uh, Axel uh, this week. So, And of course, uh, social media plays a massive part, but there was a motorcade then from Shannon to Killaloo, and... Um, um, and then, of course, he started to tell me a little bit about the Munster Glasgow game and how emotional that's going to be. But um, yeah, he just in- incredible. It's really gripped the country. Oh, it has. It's, it's something it so, has, so yeah. sad. Yeah. Indeed. Well, all sticking right. with uh, rugby a little bit here, we, um, of course, this is all in the European Cup. And by the way, the uh, Munster team are going to they have a special jersey now for the remainder of the European Cup. Uh, with Axel on it, and uh, they wore that today, and they're going to continue wearing it. And I see that uh, I saw that 
uh, CJ Stanner, who would wear the number eight. He had it up above his yeah. locker room, but he wore number 24 today. So yeah. real nice uh, touch on that. Ulster play Exeter later tonight. And then um, in the European Cup, Connacht play Zebra tomorrow. Mm. And uh, Montpellier play mm. Leinster. Who, who managed the Munster team today? Do you know? I didn't Actually, even look no, at that. I I'm asking you on the spot yeah. here. A bit, but yeah, okay. I don't, I don't know who know, stepped in. That's a good question now. I, I didn't yeah. uh, take a look at that. In rugby news there, New Zealand, who were going off down to Chicago to see in a couple of weeks play Ireland. They played Australia this morning and clobbered them for their 18th consecutive win, folks. 37-10. And there's a bit of uproar uh, with Michael Checker on the front page of an Austra- of a New Zealand uh, newspaper and uh, he's got a big clown's mask they put on him and it said bring in the clowns oh so no. yeah that that <laughs> should make for interest in rugby the next time those two teams play <laughs> uh, no question there and uh, Mr Harrington is leading in Portugal look at that 45 huh? years of age or something deadly, he's in yeah. mid 40s he's just coming uh, the lads said something on the radio on the way over today he said he's just hitting that peak age for to win the British Open wouldn't that be something yeah I know it's nice to see you know it'd be great to see if he could close it but he's uh, the Portuguese uh, Open is on over there and uh, Irish golfers have traditionally had a good run at that Lowry of course won that um, but it'd be very nice to see um, to see Harrington uh, he hasn't had a top 10 since last January and that was in I was in Hawaii, I think. But um, anyway, yeah, nice to see him back at it again. Indeed. Well, we've got lots to chat about today. And we, uh, we have an old pal of ours that used to come into the studio and bake us great treats. Well, hey. Oh, my God, I miss them days. <laughs> huh? But Narita will be calling in to talk about the massive memory a little bit later on. Mm-hmm. And uh, right now we'll get on with a wee bit of music. Good man. Here's a fella now I saw last Monday night in San Francisco. Van the Man was there and he put on a great show. He sang some of his old classics with a new twist and uh, he's got a new album out, uh, Keep Me Singing, and this is a track off it. And I thought he'd be playing this one last week, but he didn't Mm -hmm. because it is a San Francisco song that he wrote. It's called In Tiburon and it's only across the bay. But uh, if you listen to the words, you'd know well. Here's Van the Man. Deep breath, dear, 
years ago Now we need each other Need each other to lean on family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. Lovely stuff. Well, it's off to Ottawa 
And only the first caller from Ottawa that we're going to have today. But it is Desmond bringing us the news from Ireland. Morning, uh, Desmond. Good morning there, Mark and Ken. And it's uh, great to be able to say hi to both of you this morning. Have you both back in the studio. And uh, good morning, folks. Desmond DeVoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. And here are the top stories that have been making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. It's starting to become a question of who isn't about to go on strike in Ireland. Following word that Gardaí are set to go out on strike soon comes word that their superiors, Garda sergeants and inspectors, will likely join them following an overwhelming vote in favour of escalating industrial action. More than 12,000 Gardaí are expected to withdraw from their duties for the four Fridays in November. Justice Minister Francis Fitzgerald said that it was, quote, disappointing that sergeants and inspectors may now be joining them in a dispute over pay equity. The Association of Garda Sergeants and Inspectors, however, stopped short of calling it a strike, saying instead that their members would simply not be reporting for duty. As if that were not enough of a headache for the Kenny government, with teachers already likely to strike, doctors are now saying that they might strike too over public sector pay. However, senior government sources are telling the Irish Times that there can be no special deals outside of the Lansdowne Road pay agreement, which has been backed by the vast majority of state employees. Some union leaders have said that if there are special deals for the Association of Secondary Teachers Ireland and the Garda Representative Association, that they will want an end to pay restraints under the agreement too. The government says that this would lead to the unraveling of the budget and the collapse of the Lansdowne Road Agreement. But that will not likely stop the Irish Medical Organization, which is taking the government to court over the abolition of a €3,000 living allowance for non-consultant doctors, despite it being included in contracts. Dr. Patty Hillary of the IMO said that while the doctor's chief concerns are for the safety of their patients, their offers to negotiate with the government have been rebuffed, and that, quote, while we have endeavored to explore all avenues to have this resolved, we will now also have to consider industrial action up to and including strike action. However, there is not complete solidarity on the union side with the Teachers Union of Ireland telling its members that they will be expected to cross picket lines put up by the ASTI during their strike days if they wish to get paid. About 160 schools have teachers in both the ASTI and the TUI, but the TUI has said that none of its members must undertake any work normally done by ASTI colleagues. Around half of all Ireland's secondary schools could be closed next Thursday, and perhaps indefinitely thereafter, on November 7th. In defence news this morning, the Long Irnock Samuel Beckett this week rescued an astounding 772 migrants on a barge off the coast of Libya. The Irish Naval Service received a call for assistance from the Italian Rescue Coordination Centre handling the migrant crisis in the Mediterranean Sea. The ship located and rescued the migrants on the wooden barge 36 nautical miles north of the Libyan capital of Tripoli. The Irish ship also acted as the on-scene coordinator for four other ships helping rescue migrants from 20 small craft in the search area. The operation began around 6.30 a.m. local time yesterday. The migrants were given food, water and medical treatment. In Justice News this morning, a 17-year-old student has been found guilty of false imprisonment of former Tanishta John Joan Burton. The youth was 15 at the time of the incident during a protest in Tala, Dublin, and, has den- and he has denied falsely imprisoning the then Labour leader, along with her advisor, Karen O'Connell, who were allegedly trapped in two Garda cars for three hours during a water rates demonstration in November of 2014. 
Judge John King made the ruling at Dublin's Children's Court yesterday, even after the teen's legal counsel said that the charge was not in keeping with the Irish or European human rights laws and asked that it be thrown out. Burton told the court that she felt frightened during the incident, and King said that the Dublin West TD's liberty and that of her advisor were restricted. Well, this week in Irish history, we take a look at some of the very interesting personalities that only a country like Ireland could produce. We start with the October 22, 1935 death of Dublin-born Sir Edward Carson. He, was, he co-founded the Ulster Unionist Party in 1905 and the Ulster Volunteer Force in 1912 to fight home rule, becoming the first signatory of the Ulster Covenant in 1912. On October 20, 1892, a different type of Irishman was born, General Ian O'Duffy, at Loch Egis, County Monaghan. A fighter in the War of Independence and the Civil War, he was also, he was also the first commissioner of the Garda Shikana, appointed in September 1922, and co-founded Fine Gael, serving as its first president. And finally, on October 22, 1999, former Taoiseach Jack Lynch dies. He served as Ireland's political leader from 1966 to 1973, and again from 1977 to 1979. He oversaw Ireland's entry into the European Union and the start of the Troubles in the late 1960s. And on October 19, 1745, saw the death of Dublin-born writer and satirist Jonathan Swift, Dean of St. Patrick's Cathedral, Dublin, who also wrote Gulliver's Travellers. On October 16, 1890, General Michael Collins was born in County Cork. He later served in the Easter Rising in 1916, directed pro-treaty forces in the Civil War, and helped negotiate the Anglo-Irish Treaty. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. News is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Traveling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus' year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Smart Flies Aer Lingus. Check them out online at www.airlingus.com. That's www.aerlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to the full team in Toronto with Kyo Legus Crack. So until next week, folks, Slan Go Foil.
When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keane family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home and not too far from home at 838 the Queensway in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. Uh, very good. And an old event crept up on us there uh, a little bit, Kenny. The Galway Arms are having their Galway Oyster Festival today. Mm, yummy. And that's huh? on at four o'clock. Oh, yummy is right. Oh, yeah. I um I might be able to um, I might I might see if I can swing in there for some uh, oysters and some some gross non alcoholic beer as well. Good, I'm sure there'll good. be some of that in there too. Oh yeah. Um but Stocked. yeah kicks off at four o'clock today with a bit of live music and as Michael says plenty of shucking going on down there oh, good anyway stuff. get down to Galway Oyster Festival down at the Galway Arms uh, kicking off at four o'clock with some music get down there maybe I'll meet you down there huh? huh? might be a good idea if I meet you down there should go down and have a meeting there yeah yeah alright talk next week's music and listen that music there before that mm-hmm. a great trad band full set and uh, it's off their latest album Notes Between the Lines and it's a fabulous CD if uh, if you like that kind of stuff, mm. get out there and buy that. Now. It's brilliant, like it. full set. Great altogether. I've been listening to it now for the last little while and uh, loving it. Loving it. Good stuff. I will listen. A bit of a shout out to one of the lads who was on my football team this year. He's from a place called Killy Clogher in uh, Tyrone and they won the county final uh, yesterday. Oh, for a better. replay against uh, a team that, uh, that uh, a lot of folks in Toronto would resonate with in the GEA uh, world. We went back and played against that team called Coal Island and they defeated Coal Island in the final. And uh, an all-star team went back from Toronto, Kenny, in the early 90s to play against the then county champions, Coal Island. And uh, we gave a How'd you do? Count. We drew with them. And All then right. they decided that we didn't want to walk off with a draw. We said, let's go for extra time. Lovely. And we lost. Ah. Ah, yes. It's okay. Ah, that's sure that's all right. But anyway, uh, it was a replay, uh, a bit of a lopsided replay in the end. 20 points to six, so big, uh, big victory there. And there's a few other big games this weekend. Uh, Cavan uh, are going to decide their winners. Uh, Castle Rahan are taking on uh, Ramor. And in Roscommon, Podrick Pierce's are taking on St. Bridget's. And that's uh, and those two those two clubs would know each other quite well. Um, Corrifin are looking for I think they're looking for their third or fourth in a row, but they're playing against uh, um, Salt Hill. And uh, in Leash, there's a replay in the hurling between Rath Downey, Errol, and Boris and Ossery. Those two lads played a couple of weeks ago. And the score was two goals and twenty six points each in the draw. Yeah, the Lord Hockey. And down in Waterford, Bally Gunner are going for their third in a row against Passage. No. Lovely stuff. Some fierce stuff going on. That's good on. local stuff there yeah. now. You wouldn't be getting that too much on the internet, would you? Not at all. No, no. you have to, can't even find it. It's all, it's all in my memory, right? <laughs> That's it, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you don't Brown. even write notes on any of this stuff. It's no, all there no. in the back of the head. Not at all. Huh? No, no, but some of them now, I wouldn't like. There's a, uh, the Cavan team, R-A-M-O-R. Mm, yeah. Could be Raymer, Ramor, who you never know, right? <laughs> uh, on Ireland's 42 yesterday, there was a great uh, little quiz. I love these little quiz, you know. 
keep keep you on your toes. Yeah. But um, it had you know county winners for the uh, from various counties, and you had to like kind of associate the county with the club. Right. Uh, I got twenty six out of thirty two. There was a did you? There was a lot of them there that I didn't know. <laughs> amazing. That's Some pretty of these good small now. Small clubs. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That's and pretty I didn't good. Google any of them. Nah, I just think of fired through them all. Yeah. One other game, by the way, in Limerick, I forgot to oh, mention. Yeah. Bally Brown are taking on Patrick's Well. Oh, yeah, that'd yeah. be a cracker. Well, of course, yeah. It'd be a big crowd uh, out Last to see year's that one. winners in the Pier Shake, my friend Jerry's Club, are not yeah, there. They they're not in it this year, already. no? No, no. Oh, boy. Patrick's Well took them out uh, in the semi final. That'd be fierce disappointing altogether. Oh, yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. There you go. Um, another kind of a round ball there, sphere anyway, is what they call it. But uh, the League of Ireland is coming to a close. There's only one more game left in the season, and Cork are keeping the pressure on the dock there with a 3 1 win over St. Pat's uh, this week. And my old Schlager overs uh, couldn't pull up with the goods there. They were beaten by Derry in the Brandywell, and uh, it's going to prevent Rovers from getting the European spot. So they'll finish in fifth, but they yeah. started off awful slow. So it was a pretty decent turnaround, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, they'll be optimistic Thinking for next year. Would. Yeah, yeah, of course they would, yeah. Mm. So the, the European spots for the Irish teams will be Dundalk, Cork, Derry and Shamrock Rovers. Yeah, uh, very good. So they'll have the four spots there. Yeah. Dundalk doing fierce well. They fierce were, well, uh, and they had they were unfortunate this week yeah. there in the Europa. They lost 2-1 but against a very good team, Zenith, and they had the lead. one nothing for a while, but uh, lost on Thursday. So uh, good luck to them now in the remaining games. We'll keep that at the top of the, the list here. Very good. All right, we'll play a wee bit of music and then we should have Mrs. Narita Fleming on the I phone I can almost here. smell scones yeah, you could, I know you? she's about to yeah. call. Yeah. Isn't it great? That is. All right.
Ah, yeah. She can't beat a bit of Philomena Begley, huh? Do you like the country stuff? Yes, what? you do. Nah, no, what, I wouldn't. I think your microphone went dead for a second I there. wouldn't be listening to too much <laughs> of that now, but I'm sure our I listeners love it. Love it. You love, love it, it, yeah? I do, yeah. You'd be putting that on now in the car. Yeah. Of course, you a drive a big truck, massive right? Re- I got a, a big serious rig. lineup of requests. I haven't done the music for two weeks, so for those of you who have got some requests in, I'll have them all next week. Oh, be the Lord. It'll be a fierce show next week. Huh? Yeah. Crystal you Chandeliers. Yeah, I'd say there was a few one. lads now maybe waltzing around the kitchen with the wives there, huh? when that song comes on. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, we're uh, waiting on herself to call. Yeah, we're, we're waiting Narita. on Narita now, but that's all right. We will wait. We're patient, lads. Hey, you want to give a shout out to uh, the folks at Ireland Park Foundation? They've got uh, a, a fundraiser happening on Friday, October the twenty eighth, and Cormac Monaghan sent us an in a wee email. We might even get him on the line in a little bit um, just to talk about this event. It's happening at the Carlu Restaurant. And uh, folks, if you want uh, ticket information, give William Peace a call at 647-309-5884. And it's on at 6.30 on, um, next Friday. All right. Yeah, good stuff. Well okay. done to the... Well, here, sure, look, we'll play a wee bit of music right, here. Keep her going there. A bit more uh, trad music. And yeah. uh, we'll, we'll see if Narita calls in.
lovely track there, another bit of trad music from a band called Realta, and uh, from their new CD called Clear Skies, fantastic CD. Good right stuff. And get that. And now, yeah, our second caller guest. from yeah. Ottawa, without the scones, <laughs> but we welcome Narita Fleming to the show. Good morning, Narita. Good morning, Mark. How are you this morning? Uh, now, this is Ken. Don't be confusing me with that fella. Uh, don't oh, work. no, Ken, you have to talk louder. Ah, go uh, on, or that, huh? That's it, You wouldn't no recognise that. You know, the the refined voice of a Sligo man versus that culture accent from Leash, huh? Don't listen to him, Norita. Don't take sides. As well. <laughs> <laughs> Norita, the Mass of Memory, 26th Mass of Memory is coming up on October 30th and, yes, uh, at 3 o'clock. So um, tell us a little bit about this year's, uh, this year's Mass of Memory. Well, it'll be... Uh It'll be started with uh, Edna Heffern is going to give a prelude for 15 minutes before the Mass uh, on her harp and voice. And then the GA, of course, will form the Honor Guard. And uh, Father Pat O'Day will will celebrate the Mass. And we will have uh, Father Pat from last year visiting and uh, the local pastor there, Father Ted uh, Smith. Mm-hmm. He'll do the welcome. We'll have Liz, Elizabeth Kill here from the embassy. She'll give the word of thanks reception following and i think the the big the one thing we we considered adding this year and i'd really like to stress it is that people who have passed away in the community in the last year we'd like to have if people would like to submit their names to be read out at the beginning of the mass we'd like to include that uh this year yeah wonderful and uh the person they should get in touch with is georgia mckenna Okay. And her phone number, and I'll say it slowly, is 416-431-4828. Okay. Um, we're a little late getting started um, this year because, uh, you know, I'm all the way in Ottawa now for the second time. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so it's a little bit, but the community have been very helpful. I have approached so many different people to bake bread and stuff like that. So we're simplifying it a bit because it's a little bit more challenging doing it from here, but... I've had great helping hands in Ottawa to get it underway. And for those listeners who, and I don't know if there would be many, but for those that are not familiar with, with the Mass of Memory and, and what it's dedicated to, uh, Narita, can you just remind everyone about Absolutely. the, uh, the Tom Gallagher started this. He had a dream to start this Mass uh, 26 years ago now. And uh, where that dream came from was to remember the people of 1847. Yeah. Hunger yesterday, you know, um, the tragedy of the hunger that drove them from Ireland and the the courage it took to get on those boats and then the courage to resettle and and start their lives over when they came here. Um, and then right beside the reason St. Paul's was chosen, Ken, was because the schoolyard, the, the yard that is now the schoolyard, was the old St. Paul's Cemetery. From uh, until 1855, so the mass graveyard in there, uh, with the uh, accounted burials of 863 of the Irish in it, both Catholic and Protestant, they would most of them would have been moved to St. Michael's when the old St. Michael's Cemetery opened up after that. So it's to remember them. It was started in memory to them, to their courage, and and their starting a new life here. And then it was also tied into our own community. Uh, to remember those who have passed away in our own community. Right. Uh, so it is, uh, and this year, of course, we are also remembering also the courage of those of 1916 who gave their lives 
generously okay. for how well Ireland is doing today. I mean, without them, our country would be a very different country Indeed. without that time. Indeed. But the um, the whole idea of remembering, and of course, as you're getting older, you're realizing how important that get-together is. It gives everybody a chance to come together once a year and um, nurture the spiritual side of our of ourselves and then go downstairs and have that camaraderie of a cup of tea or coffee and chat. And, and you meet people there once a year that you might meet at any other time of the year. Or, so it's a time of getting together and just, and we need to remember. We do. And, and, to you now. Yeah. and you know, in a special way, like if you want to look at it, you know, how the bodies of people are moving around the world today, Canada had opened borders for the Irish in 1847. The U.S. had closed their borders to the to the Irish because a ship couldn't land that had sick people on it. The captain would be fined. But Canada opened its borders totally to the Irish and welcomed the immigrants of that time. And look at Canada today, again, opening its borders to the Syrian refugees with open arms. So, you know... We, as Hugo loves to say, we left a great country and we live in a great country. So it's something yeah. that we can be grateful for and be proud of. No Wonderful. doubt. And, and it's a better country for it, isn't it? Absolutely. And I mean, wherever the Irish have gone, they have they've given so much. I mean, they, all immigrants work hard. They do. Like that's the one yes. aspect of immigration is those who leave their country are courageous to start with. They've got some extra bit in them that's willing to set up a new life and work hard and establish that's great, so, Marita. Okay. You know, the, the Irish families that came here have done fantastic. I mean, look at Peterborough. Look at any place you go, you'll find them in Ottawa, where I live. My God. It's all they're around all you there, the, isn't it? They're all up over on the Quebec side. I've been going around to old Irish settlements and checking out the graveyards. You get all the names in there. But the courage it took for people to settle with so little. Oh, indeed. Absolutely. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. So that's the... Uh, that's the, next Sunday, the, the 30th Sunday. of October. Yeah. And it will. It, the mass officially starts at three, but we'll have some. Um, Ethna will be on the harp from two forty-five, and then we have a beautiful young Irish singer who will do the solo work at the mass, Eilish Macavna, uh, from Donegal, I believe. And uh, then we'll have our usual. We'll have a you know very welcoming reception downstairs after. That's As great, usual. Marita. Oh, fair Thanks. play to you. Thanks for coming on again to uh, to talk about it, and uh, hopefully we'll see you down there next Sunday. And one more thing, I've been here at the embassy this morning uh, for a case conference on the uh, 1916, and the theme for it was um, the Easter Rising and its aftermath, and listened to some great talks. Um, and Esna and Jean Tallman and Anduli are here, and they all said to say hello to the Irish lads. Ah, wonderful. Well, please pass on our best to them, and, oh. uh, and uh, safe travels home for them as well. Absolutely. And again, everybody is welcome. And just once more, I'd like to give Deirdre's number for anybody who'd like to submit their, their friend or their family member yes. who has died in the Irish community in the, this last year or couple of years. And they'll be read out at the beginning of Mass. And Deirdre's number is 416-431-4828. And thanks so much, lads. You're always great to have me on. No, no problem. problem. We thanks love having you on and we miss those scones. I'll have to just make it up to Toronto for the next radio show. Yes, <laughs> please <you> do. <laughs> well, look at it this way, you won't be putting the calories on your body. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ken, does, Ken doesn't have that problem anyway. You won't, be, uh, you won't be giving out to me about it. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> thanks, Narita. Always okay, great to guys, hear you. God bless you. All thanks the best. Thanks again so much. God bless you. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.
the tears have all been shed now we've said our last goodbyes his soul's been blessed and he's laid a rest it's now I feel alone he was more than just a father a teacher my best friend he can still be heard in the tunes we shared when I played him on my own as a pie he take me walking by mountain field and stream He'd show me things not known to kings Still secret between him and me Like the colors of the pheasant As he rises in the dawn And how to fish and make a wish Beside a holy tree No, I never will forget it He made me what I am And he may be gone Memories linger on And on And I miss him and strong The minutes fly And the years roll by For a father And the son And suddenly When it happened There was so much left Unsaid No second chance To tell him thanks For everything he's done No, I never will forget him He made me what I am He may be gone, memories will
lovely track there by Finbar Fury and we want to send that out to our number one listener Sean Gilroy yes and uh, for his dad Johnny and uh, Johnny's birthday would have been October 20th there this past week and uh, he would have been 96 Sean said and uh, of course Sean loves that song and loves the daddy of course and why wouldn't he so uh, there you go that's it in every can of Guinness there's over 250 years of brewing tradition and a widget. The widget makes every can of Guinness, Guinness. All right, folks. Well, here we go with the uh, Guinness Community Calendar of Events. And we are running a wee bit tight on time. So there's a few of the usual stuff that's out there. And, of course, it's all on our website. But um, the uh, Toronto Irish Players Fall Show of Outside Mullingar, it was on, started last night with their uh, premier event. And you can catch it now. It'll run right through November the 5th. Uh, dates in the evenings are uh, 8 p.m. It's, uh, it starts. And then there's a couple of matinees at 2 p.m. on the Sundays of October 23rd and 30th. Tickets are $25 and seniors and students are $22. And TIP have also got a very special event this coming Wednesday, the 26th of October. It's called A Terrible Beauty. And it's a commemoration of the 1916 readings, music and poems. And tickets are only $10 there. On uh, Saturday uh, tonight, there is an open door Cayley from 8 till 11.30. It's at the Royal Canadian Legion. So if you don't have plans tonight, get yourselves down there. There is free parking and it's TTC accessible. Geraldine, a call at 416-573-1205. The Irish Cultural Society next weekend will be celebrating the Celtic New Year on Saturday, October the 29th at Mount Dennis Legion. And that's at 1050 Weston Road. Hugo Strani will be providing the entertainment. It all kicks off at 8pm. It'll run till 1pm. And there's uh, some great prizes. And you can get uh, all your tickets at the Irish Cultural Society's um, website. And you can pay it through PayPal. And the uh, 26th Annual Mass of Memory, as Narita was just on with us there, on Sunday, October the 30th at 3pm at St. Paul's Basilica. And if you wish to donate your baking food uh, and food to the reception, please contact Geraldine Brown at 416-573-1205. And as Narita reminded us, if you have a deceased member and would like their name read out, please contact Deirdre McKenna at 416-431-4828. And the Leash Offaly Association Night is on on November the 5th at the Galway Arms at 8pm. Music, fun and prizes, great crack of course, admissions only $10.00. Come on out and meet your Midland friends. And the Cork Association's Dinner Dance, the 27th annual Dinner Dance, will be at St. Bonaventure's Parish Hall at Leslie and Lawrence on Saturday, November the 5th. It's always a sellout, so you want to get your tickets. Get in there. There's hors d'oeuvres at 6.30, dinner at 7. And, of course, uh, tickets are $65 per person. Hugo will be providing the entertainment. And to reserve your tickets, you can contact John Cawley at 647 285 0866. Friends of Sinn Féin's annual dinner is happening on November the 12th at 7.30pm and it's taking place at the Hot House Cafe in Toronto. Sinn Féin's Louise O'Reilly, a TD from Dublin, will be uh, the guest speaker. Tickets are $125 and you can give them a call. 416-402-3729. And on November the 17th, 
you can come out and uh, listen to uh, Bill Kyle, former CEO of Irish Life and EVP of Wealth Management at Grace we- Great West Life, and that's the uh, Chambers Ireland Canada Chamber of Commerce big um, President's Dinner Night. It's Thursday, November the seventeenth, six p.m. cocktails, seven p.m. dinner. It's all taking place at one King Street West Grand Ballroom, and uh, they uh, you can get your tickets online at ICCCTO.com. Of course, all the phone numbers, email addresses and such are on our website, SaturdayIrishRadio.com. And look at that, Mark. We're down to the wire. 11.57. What are we going out with here? Going out with the Carty sisters. Lovely stuff. Lovely. All Slán right, folks. folks. Slán, we'll talk to you next week. can be heard every Saturday